0: I'm Shelby. I'm Erica, and welcome to the All Things, things Melanin podcast. We me. are certified happy women, are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. Erica. Before I ask you what I always ask you, <laughs> I just want—we just want to say Happy Father's Day! Happy Father's Day to all the dads, the baby fathers, the baby, baby daddy, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> the that ain't my baby daddy. <laughs> Sorry, we're can be Classy and ratchet. We could be classy, but Happy Father's Day to y'all. For real, all the dads that are holding yes. down, taking care of their kids, and all yes. dad. Like big ups to y'all. Like yes. y'all don't get enough credit. Y'all don't, especially the single fathers. I know some single dads. and Listen. Y'all really be doing it out here. Listen. So congrats to y'all. Keep doing what y'all doing. And expecting dads too. Yes. And if you're a dad, be- get it together. I can't get it together. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was for somebody. <laughs> It was of somebody. I don't know who, but it was <laughs> somebody. But anyway, happy father you up. But anyway, Erica, mm-hmm. back to our regularly scheduled program. Mm-hmm. What's new? What's popping? What's happening? How you feeling? Well, the question is say right here. <laughs> <laughs> what's something? What's something? I want to tell y'all something that my dad has instilled in me. No, okay. Before you do that, can you describe your daddy? Um, I not really it. <laughs> you can't describe let it. me describe erica's dad okay Bruh, i can't first of all me so this is the crazy thing erica and our dad are really kind of the same person Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, like we don't really want to let them meet because they too much mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> like they're both just really a lot they're funny. Yeah. They they say whatever they feel like saying at any moment, and they don't care. Listen, if you <laughs> thought you was going to come out the house looking like a snack, but you look like a burrito. You're going to know that you my look like a chipotle burrito. <laughs> You're just going to know it. Um. They're going to let you know. They're going to tell you. And, oh, my gosh. I know, Erica's dad. my dad gets so excited about the littlest shit. Yes. Like, he be so so, lit. like, if I pay for his food, he will call and tell everybody how I took him out to eat and pay for his food. Yes. That is just, like, my dad when I take him somewhere and I'm paying for it. First of all, I was taking my mom. <laughs> it was her birthday treat, but I decided to pay for everybody. And he's going to order a water, a Coke, and a cocktail. Sir, why do you have three drinks at your table? Girl, sir, it's not your birthday or father's day or any of that. Be like, when I first, like, started working, I got my job. I took my dad out to eat. First of all, he ordered a Coke. He don't even drink soda. <laughs> then he ordered an appetizer. He don't even eat appetizers. Yeah. Then he ordered a meal, and then he ordered a side meal. Then when they got the ticket, he was like, oh, I didn't know you was going to pay for it. I thought, I said, Daddy, if you don't hand me this ticket. Yeah. I said, see, that's why I don't tell you I'm pay for the food, because you go <laughs> overboard. They're going to tell you about my baby. pay. Yes, you cost me an arm and a leg. Y'all, I hadn't been like on a trip with my... Okay, backstory. story. Okay, so my family, we usually go to Vegas during Christmas. Right. So he usually never gets to go because he has to work during that time. But this past year he actually got to go. So but long story short, it was just me and him who got there before the rest of our family. So we had to be there together for like two days without my mama to like. I run wish anything. I would have been there. I would have been late. <laughs> so basically we're in Vegas, we in the hotel. I'm sick, so I'm just laying in the bed, and I wake up, and I go outside to the to the little living room area, and my dad is nowhere to be found. <laughs> so I call his phone. I'm like, Daddy, where are you at? He's talking about, I'm down here at the X Lounge. I'm over here watching a game with some buddies. Buddies? <laughs> Who is your friend? That's another thing. He will make a friend out of anybody. Girl, my daddy, don't he matter. <laughs> my daddy will talk to anybody. If you got a mouth, then you will. And he's talking to you. And he's telling all of my business. Girl, my daddy cannot <laughs> hold water. He can, like, if I tell my dad something, everybody to know. It's fine, right, bruh. Come but on. I, but we both obviously love our dad. I do. So, speaking of our dad, um, different things like that, um, we've been fortunate to have a really, you know, good, healthy relationship with our dads, and I really think, like, your dad is one of the first people that influences your outlook on dating and your outlook on men. Definitely. So, Erica, yes. what has been some dating advice that your dad has given you that you've actually taken? Or, I could phrase it like, how has your dad shown you through being with your mom? I think I saw you posted they've been together for 35 years. Yes. So, what is something that your dad has shown through his actions that has influenced um, your dating? My dad used to take me on daddy-daughter dates. He used to take me out to... Restaurants. He took me to my first concert, which was Britney Spears. Yes, it's lit. I was a little, you know, Britney fan. Um, yeah. He would just take, like, he would show me what chivalry is, so I would know how to be treated by, yeah, somebody that I'm dating. So that would be one thing is how he would Im- he influenced me. Um, advice. I I think it would go hand in hand with like, watch how he treats you. Like, if he's not treating you as a gentleman, he's not showing you chivalry, yeah, like then you shouldn't be dating him. Yeah. And so um another thing would be I don't think he really has given me any other like advice. It's just weird. I don't really talk to my dad about dating except yeah, for my last relationship because he was around him all the time. And it ended really badly. So I remember having a serious conversation with my dad and I just said, Hey Dad I was like, I was so just it was in the beginning stage of like everything just crumbling and I was just like dad do you look at me as if I am being stupid like I had I had tears in my eyes I was just crying I was like dad I understand what's going on like all of that and my dad was a ride or die like everything that I had to deal with in the past relationship he was there with me like sitting there with me through everything I had to go through, so I do appreciate him for doing that. But he looked at me, and he was like, No, he was like, You were in love. He was like, That's what that's what love does. He was like, You, he was like, Don't you ever lose your heart he was yeah. like you see past people's mistakes because of your heart he was like you have that heart for a reason yeah so i was like shout out to my dad he crazy but if i if i need advice he know what to say listen so. you know the crazy thing is i think my dad gets horrible advice but when i really <laughs> no, he, he does but but anytime like kind of what you said like anytime i have really needed my dad yeah he can't he has come through with the word yeah like, and that just lets me know that he be playing, he be fucking around. But when I really need him, he, pull, he be pulling shit out his ass. Like, <laughs> where did you get this advice? <laughs> I would say for me, a couple things. So, your girl is a little spoiled, but that's okay. But I would say for me, one of the things is I really admire the way that my dad has loved my mom in the way that he has let my mom be herself. Like, he has never tried to put my mama in a box. He has never tried to control her. He has never been, you know, mean or aggressive towards her. He has loved her. He has encouraged her. He does. He has provided for us in different things like that. Um, so, I really admire the way that my dad has left with my mom. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, we get out and we see and we witness and we, you know, maybe been a part of relationships. Or we've seen other people that have been in really controlling relationships. Or where men have tried to control them, tell them what to do, tell them what they're not, and tell them what there is. And so for me, like if I even see them signs, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, my daddy don't do that. We ain't doing this over here. <laughs> yeah. So I would definitely say that, and I would definitely say like the way my dad loves me. Like me and my dad, we used to go on da- daddy daughter dates. Um, also, but let me tell you, my dad is a kind of like your dad. My dad's a ride or die for me. Like you can do a lot of things, but the quickest way to piss my daddy off. Is if you even try to come for me, because if you've never met my dad, kind of what Erica said, my dad is like a really blunt person. Like you know how people are two faced and they'll talk to you behind talk about you behind your back. Listen, my dad is going tell you how he feel right then to your face, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. <laughs> and then he don't feel bad about it. He just going about his you know going about his life and going about his business. So I think for me, my dad has really influenced me. By really instilling in me to really, when dating, to really not depend on what a man has when dating him. Yeah. To always always bring something of value to the table. My dad used to tell me all the time, like, always be able to take care of yourself. Like, anything that a man can do is a plus or addition. Like, my dad was like, we have raised you the way we have raised you, and we buy you nice things and do nice things for you, so that when a guy does it, you're not impressed. Like, you're not impressed by what he does for you, but you're impressed by his character and how he treats you. Mm -hmm. So I've always taken that lesson with me in every dating relationship that I've been in or every talking relationship that I've been in. And I feel like sometimes guys are really appalled, like, oh, shit, like, you ain't like some other girls. Yes. Like, no, like, anybody that I'm interested in, like, I genuinely want you. And what you have to bring to the table, not what you have to bring to the table possession-wise. And I think for me, when my dad, like I never understood like why he kept telling me that, but I got it when I went to college.
1: And I got it
0: when I got out and I started working, getting my, like, and thinking for myself and being on my own. And I think for me, that has been one of the most monumental, like, things that my dad has taught me in regards to dating. And I really feel like it has really separated the type of men that think that like me the type of man that can really handle me. Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. Um, wherever my future husband at. Um, for him to meet my dad. My dad already said he ain't gonna like it's him. It's gonna so. be so interesting, but my dad will tell me straight up. But anyway, I it's just gonna <laughs> be. He ain't it. It's gonna be crazy. My dad is in his sixties, and I just pray that he will be there to walk me down the aisle and like to just experience that moment because my dad has seen me hurt. Yeah. He seen me cry, he seen me just like over some dude or whatever. So my dad, first of all, he's the only one that's ever cried when I went to high school. Especially when I uh, graduated college, he was the only one that cried. Now, let me tell because I'm the first one in my family to get a college degree. My dad don't have his degree. My mother oh, really? doesn't have her degree. I didn't know that. No. Um, my mom only went for two years, and my dad went for, I think he went for two years, but they never finished. They So, I'm the first one in the family to get a college degree. My mom, she did not cry. She was like, bye, baby. Have fun. Go go, and do your thing. My dad, was like, oh, my baby girl, I'm like, really dad? And he still does it to this day. Like, I'm in my 30s, bruh. Why are you still like, <laughs> baby girl, what you want to eat? Like, no. And so, it's I still, the dad thing. yes, he still will always see me that way. But yeah. it'll be interesting for my, whenever I get married and stuff. I'm, that's going to be I'm, interesting. <laughs> I'm terrified for my dad to meet whoever I date because I know he is going to do the most. <laughs> and I know he's not going to like him at first not because of anything he's done but just because i'm his baby like he's gonna take that really personal and we've even had like conversations he's like i'm not gonna like him at first like it's gonna take me a while and i i guess i didn't realize that my dad was like you know like i've always taken care of you my dad was like you're 26 but like and, and like when i think about it like if i need something Like, when I've had car trouble, I call my daddy. Let me tell you, my daddy is two and a half hours away, but my daddy has pulled up every time. Mm -hmm. I have needed him. I called my dad crying one day. My dad told me, hey, do you need me to come? It was a Wednesday at 7 o'clock, and he had work the next day. Yeah. Like, my dad has pulled up. My dad was like, you know, like, when you get married, like, that's something totally different. He was like, I'm literally, like, handing off the reins to somebody else, and I don't Mm -hmm. know if they're going to take care of you. Like, I take care of you. And me and my daddy, we buttheads, and, you know, we're very similar in our personalities, but, like, The way that my parents ride for me, period. Yeah. Like, I tell people all the time, I was like, you know, I let a lot roll off my shoulders, but messing with those two people is the quickest way to piss me off. (laughs) That's the quickest way for me to piss you off, for me to piss me off, for for me to cuss your ass out. Like, I don't care. You can talk about anybody else. You really can't. None of my friends. But my parents, I'm finna cuss you out from your head to your toes, from the back to the front, from the rooty to the tootie. (laughs) And I meant that. She means it. I meant that. Period. Period. But no, I would say that, like, I'm just really grateful for my relationship with my dad. And I think in the years as I've gotten older, um, I've really kind of leaned on that relationship. And I was talking to my dad one day, and I was just kind of telling him, you know, just kind of not being where I want to be mentally, skin emotionally and career-wise and stuff. And my dad was telling me, he was like, you know what? I'm so proud of you. He was like, I know you're not where you want to be. He was like, but you can take care of yourself. You pay for your own apartment. Travel where you want to. You don't ask me, your mama, for nothing. And like when he said that, like I literally, like my eyes started watering. Here I am thinking I'm just doing the bare minimum, and my dad's like, "You're killing it." It's nothing like when your parents tell you you're proud of them. I was like, "Bitch, I'm killing it." Like you know your parents are proud of you, but when they actually say say it, it's it hit it hit different. Girl, Um, my dad cried at my. He cried when I left to go to college. Um, I remember when I when I graduated both times, girl, he kept calling and telling everybody that I was graduating, like they didn't know. Talking so like, my yeah, we about to go down here to the graduation. <laughs> yeah, we going to the graduation. Yeah, Chef got us here at the graduation. <laughs> my baby getting ready to walk across that we up here at the graduation. I yes. said, okay, if you- I can't tell my dad nothing, everybody will know. Girl Like my dad, how did Aunt Kim uh know? About I actually anything? if I will I actually have to tell my mom stuff first and then tell my dad. Cause he'll ruin it for my mom. <laughs> like I remember mean, when I got my first job, I called. I told my mom first. Girl, I told my dad. He called everybody, and so I was like I didn't even get to tell some people. Girl, why did he go to my grocery house and tell her? No, he don't ever go over there and sit down. Yes. Tell my my grandma. Tell my he came over to tell my your daddy's so up. I said he don't never come over there to my mom's mom. Tell my he went over there and sat down. He sat for a while. Tell my yeah, sure, we got a new job. That's what I mean like my dad would make friends with anybody and they would all my dad's golfing buddies know everything about me and my brother. So I'm like, why do they know anything about us like bro But they be so proud Yes, yeah. so shout continue, out to our daddy. yes shout out to my dad and your dad um speaking we're still gonna keep on with this theme so on our journey segment, Shelby, what is something that your dad has instilled in you um that has made you successful as we grow our brand? all things melanin my dad uh, he is the hardest working person that I know period like my dad so my dad doesn't have a college degree um he went for like your dad he went for two years but um, that's where I got my partying from because I heard that he liked to you know wild out too but he didn't um, finish college or whatever so he went to work and he sold down you know really really good jobs he used to work in the oil field and so my dad Like, I think for me, like, my dad, like, he always provided, he never made excuses, he never complained, he never said what he wasn't gonna do, if he said he was gonna do something, he did it, if he said that he was gonna show up, he did, and I think for me, like, I think, like, for me, like, that's why I go so hard with All Things Bellin, and, like, sometimes, like, i be wondering if Erica be like, okay, she can turn it off now. Like, this is a lot. But, like, sometimes, like, I think, like, that's why I go so hard or I work so hard. Or, like, sometimes I'll send you all those messages because I'm just all over the place. And I'm just, like, back to back to back to back to back. Yes. So, (laughs) So, for me, like, my dad instilled in me, like, I... Work really, really hard in anything that I do, and I think sometimes that I can be a lot, or I don't know how to turn it off. But I would say for me, my dad taught me how to work hard and to be ambitious and to keep my head down and do the work. And I think for me, it's you know served us well um, with our brand in times that I'm tired and in times that I don't feel like you know writing a blog post or mixing or having a meeting or going to do this and going to do that. Like, I think about, did my daddy feel like going to work when he didn't want to go to work, when he didn't feel good, or when he was sick, or when he was tired? Like, did he feel like going to work? Probably not, but he got his ass up and went to work. And I and I equate that to being like, okay, like, I say that I want us to be so successful, and sometimes I don't feel like it, but we can't be successful if, if if half of us don't do the work. If I don't do my half, we can't be successful if I don't do what I told you that I'm going to do. That's true. So I think, like, my dad's work i'm really glad that i got my dad's work ethic because i feel like that has contributed to me personally career-wise and with all things i think i first of all i'm very similar to my dad in a certain way a lot of people my overall personality is my mother but my dad's is he is so creative and that's where i get my creativity from he is he loves music. He plays instruments. He sings. He loves art. Like, all of that comes so is what you? I do. Yeah. My granddaddy had a gospel group girl. Like, it, it trickles down. I <laughs> need to hear you sing after this podcast. I'm not about to sing on this podcast. I hate yeah. when people do that. I hate when people say, oh, you can <laughs> sing, sing, so. No, I'm not about to. So, I <laughs> think you lying, but anyway. Okay. Um, So, <laughs> anyway, I forgot where I was going with this because so I was interrupted. You like your daddy and. Eh? In that he's okay, he's creative. So, um, his whole career has been in media and so he I think that's where I kinda got my little niche from. And he one time told me that he felt bad when my brother and I were little that he didn't he like he missed out on those moments to take us to school, pick us up, take us to practice and things like that. But it was because he was working. He would go to work at two o'clock in the morning. Like he was he was that person that provided for the family. Yeah. So um just, I would say, similar to the work ethic. Because my dad will work on something until it is done to perfection. Yeah. And that is me. If I'm working on something, I'm not stopping working on it until I'm done with it. I can't just do something here, do something there. Like, I got to do it and when until it's done. Yeah. And so, that would be one thing. The creativity. Um, I think that all goes into how we are growing all things Melanie. And he does not play with doing stuff halfway. If you're going to do it, you better do it right. Yeah. And then he also believes if you want something done right, do it yourself. Oh, yeah. So he definitely instilled that in me because I have a problem handing over the reins for somebody else to do something. Like, I'd rather just do it. Yeah. So that would be, for mine, like, that would be what he instilled in me. Creativity, do it yourself, work hard. Yeah. and Do it to perfection. I agree. And I would definitely say, like, I feel like sometimes, like, I get my my dad's, like, sense of humor because um, we both talk a lot. We're both a lot. Like, I really don't know how my mom took us both for 18 years. <laughs> I don't even know how you take me sometimes. Because um, sometimes when me and my daddy get in the same room, my mom literally ignores us. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, let's move on to our mentor moment. Um, This is a question that was asked, and then we give our advice on it. So, the question is, It's so easy to look at what others are accomplishing and comparing ourselves to them and what they're doing. So, how do you stop comparing your journey to someone else's and be happy with your own journey? That's deep. What you got? Listen. (laughs) If you are so busy comparing yourself to uh, somebody else's blessing, you're going to miss out on your own. Listen. Listen. That was a word I mean, we should just shut this down right now and go home. We should shut this down. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously... I've I've been this person to where I feel like I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do to get where I'm supposed to be because I'm looking at somebody else and what they have accomplished. That is not my journey. That is not my story. That ain't my blessing. That ain't ain't my vision. So why am I comparing myself to somebody and I have no idea probably who they are or Mm. what they went to to get it? Mm. And I'm over here missing out on my blessing. If you sit around and think about how blessed you are right now, please believe somebody got it so much more worse than you. Somebody is dealing with a situation that's much more worse than you and they still rocking it. And so if you're looking at your situation like, well, I don't have this and I don't have that, that comparing yourself just puts you in misery. Like, why do we do that? Yeah. Why do we do this? I think because we live in a, live in a culture and we follow certain things and we follow certain people and we let culture influence who we think we should be. Yeah. And I think we're not, a lot of people aren't mentally and emotionally strong enough to just see it as, entertainment essentially yeah everything on the internet is entertainment everything we read and see on social media facebook instagram twitter all those those are entertainment and i think for me kind of like you just piggybacking off what you said like i used to be the type of person you know that compare myself to others like why don't i have this why am i not here why have i not accomplished this and i had to get to a point like i remember one time it got so bad that god convicted me and he, like, I just felt, like, I can't describe it. Like, I just felt so bad. Like, he had just mm-hmm. convicted me. I was like, God, why would you convict me? Like, what did I do? But God was showing me my heart. hmm And God had to show me my heart because I was blocking the blessings that he was trying to give me. But I wasn't working on the blessings that he was trying to give me because I was worried about Sarah, Jane, and Sammy or whoever else. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think for me, like, I the way that I got over this is, A, I, God convicted me to... I prayed it away. I was like, God, like, I had to get honest about God and have conversations with him in journal and to get over why I felt like how I felt. And I realized it was because, like, I didn't feel like I was where I should be or I should be doing. But I wasn't doing anything to get there. So I took all of that negative energy that I was putting out in the world and I started working on myself um, personally, professionally, and, you know, in all areas of the world. And I I think about it like this. If you got time to worry about somebody else, you got time to work on your craft. If you got time to worry about somebody else, you got time to work on yourself personally, mentally, and emotionally, and professionally. I think you got to take all that negative energy and put it into yourself. And if you can do that, like I saw this quote that say, if you would go hard, imagine where you could be in six months. So if you would just let all that negativity go, imagine where your life could be in a couple months. Imagine how your spirit could be. Imagine how your blessings could be. Imagine just how great your life can be. Because at the end of the day, like, you worrying about somebody else ain't going to stop their blessing. No, it's not. You're just adding fuel to their fire, but you're not adding fuel fuel to Mm -mm. your fire. But if you worry about your blessings and you join the Mind Your Business Ministry, I'm the president, you can join. (laughs) And you join the Mind Your Business Ministry and you mind your business and you work on your business, like, you'd be surprised how God will turn that around for you and how he will make a way out of no way for you. Like your skin will come in glowing, your edges will be glowing. Professionally, God will open doors for you that you didn't even know that you could be in. You'll be in rooms that you didn't know you could be in. You'll meet people that you thought you would never meet. And your life will be blessed tenfold when you worry about your damn self. I want people to stop trying to compete with other people's blessings. You can't do it. And what does comparing yourself actually do? Like, what does that do for you? Nothing. Because what are you even comparing? You don't have any idea on what that person did to work for what they have or maybe you feel like they didn't work hard enough or you're working harder. Worry about the eggs in your own basket because if you sit here and you are that kind of exudes ungratefulness in where you are in your life. Because I'm pretty sure somebody's looking at you like man they got it. I wish that I, I wish I had that or this or that. So be appreciative because guess what? All everything that you are blessed with right now could be taken away from you. So while you're sitting here wishing you were here and there, be happy for where you are right now. Because if you continue to exude that negativity, that's all you will ever bring back to you. Yeah. And that's all I got to say. Listen, I don't know if y'all caught that word, but... Catch it. I gave y'all all all I got. Catch it. Retweet it. Whatever you need to do. So, before we move on to the our words of encouragement, we want to encourage you to definitely um, check out our website, www.allthingsmillen.org. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update, so you never ne- miss a blog, or you never miss anything that's new. So, our words of encouragement come from Romans 8, 31. If God is for us, who is against us? So, when I read this, like, even though it's such, like, a simple Bible verse, like, it has, like, so much like meaning to me like it carries like so much weight you know and I think for me I think sometimes we worry about who has our back or who's rooting for us and who is doing all these other things for us and you know sometimes we get discouraged when you know we get get backstabbed or people do us wrong or whatever and for me like this Bible verse just literally means like if God got my back I don't care who else don't got my back yeah. Because if God got my back, like, there's nothing that you can do for me that can override the blessing that God has got for me. Mm-hmm. But if I just got people and I don't got God, I'm fucked, essentially. So I just want people to understand and know that, like, in life, like, you're gonna come against people in situations that don't have your bag, that may leave you hanging and maybe, you know, leave you in a bad spot or have you feeling a certain type of way. But as long as, as, long as you have faith and as long as You have God and God has your back. You're always going to be okay. You're always going to come out on top. You're always going to make it. You're always going to win. Yeah, people Period. people can be against you, but they can't stop you. Listen. So don't get that confused. Don't think like you'll never experience somebody trying to take you down or trying to um, stop you from whatever you're trying to pursue. It will happen. People will try that. Yeah, um, they say. but it's not. They're not going to succeed. Yeah. So God sees exactly what they're doing. Yeah, and He will probably sometimes allow certain things to happen, certain people, quote unquote, to stop you. Like He will allow that to happen to teach you something. Yeah, but in the end. God is your vindicator and Listen, nobody ain't really against you. Listen, He can turn them for you. Please believe that one. <laughs> Listen. I don't know if y'all caught all of that. That was that was a really great key that we just given out for free. Listen. <laughs> I just bless my own self. I bless you. Bless me. I bless you. <laughs> nah, but literally, y'all, thank y'all for listening to us. We love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting Yay! us. Thank you for rocking with us. We pray that if you enjoyed this episode, that you would share it. Tag us in your stories. Tell us yes. what you think. Drop some topic suggestions. Like if you want to be in our mentor moment and you want us to ask a question, like let us know. Like slide my DMs, slide in our comments. We got you. Yes. Bow your head, close your eyes. If you drive, drop and just sway with it. Erica, bow your head. I'm bowing. Close your eyes. My eye is eyes. Eyes uh, both. Okay. We're going pray these. We're going pet. We're gonna pray the congregation. <laughs> okay. We're playing for our congregation. Are you ready? Okay. Why are you laughing? Come on, pastor. Take your time. (laughs) I hate when people say that in church. Sorry, y'all. I hate when, you know when a preacher begins to wrap up and they're all like, take your time if you don't shut your ass up. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was the perfect time and I had to do it. Okay. Okay. Erica Petty. Anyway, Erica, close your head. I'm going to start out with forgiveness. (laughs) I'm taking my time since you said you wanted me to. <laughs> oh, I no. really can't stop that. Okay. <laughs> come hey. on, Jesus is waiting. <laughs> He's waiting. <laughs> we ain't going to get out of church about 2.30. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come to you as some we know how. Thank you for the many blessings that you bestowed upon us. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. We come to you as almost as you know, Thank you for the many blessings that you bestowed upon us. We pray that you would continue to bless us, continue to keep us, and continue to lead and guide us in the way that you would want us to go. We pray that you would watch over us and protect us. We pray that anybody that is listening that is um, dealing with someone who is trying to come against them or dealing with somebody that's trying to bring them down, we pray that you would know that as long as they have you, Lord Jesus, it doesn't matter who's against someone who tries to do it. Um, try to do negative things toward them, Lord Jesus. We pray for every person that's listening and every person that's assembled listening to this podcast. We pray that you would um, provide for them. We We pray that you would keep them. We pray that you would lead and guide them. We pray that you would love them, and we pray that you would keep them. We pray that you would give them grace. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.